Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. New England has no timeouts remaining. 23 seconds to play, and the Jets are going officially now to the AFC Championship game against... The Pittsburgh Steelers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to The Fan. At the stroke of midnight, it is officially football Sunday, and I am officially Danielle McCartan with you officially till 3 a.m., and there has been an official changing of the guard behind the glass as I watch them switch spots literally right now. Connor moves to his right. Alex's arm moves into the left and sits down in the captain's chair. Connor, as always, thank you very much. Hope to see you next week. Are you working Sunday next week? He's thinking. He doesn't know. Could be yes, could be no. All right. All right, well, I'll see you the next time I see you, whenever that may be. Alex, what's going on? How you doing? Hoping the Giants go 500. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, guess what? I haven't done my Giants prediction yet, so we could talk about that coming up. Uh, but what I will say is this. By the way, um, checking in on Facebook is uh, Pete Salov. Salov. He's hoping that uh, Dallas loses by 70 to the Jets, and that this is this is what he wrote that they can keep cutting to Jerry Jones with that stupid look on his face. I don't think I'm asking for much. Smiley face. Dallas losing by 70 to uh, Zach Wilson and company. I th- that's, um, um, I don't think that's going to happen. Let's just put it that way. Um, but uh, hey, listen, maybe it's time to open up the couch, put my psychology courses to good use. Um, and a few days later, I am wondering which at which stage of grief are you with the Aaron Rodgers injury? And for me, I think I've gotten there. I think I'm at the acceptance stage. I accept that I have to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to find the Jets listed in the Super Bowl odds page. Because to start the season, the Jets had the seventh best odds, plus 1,600, to win the Super Bowl with Rodgers. Without him, I have accepted the fact that they have dropped to 20th, which is plus 6,500 now. And just heard, uh, that's, I guess, late-breaking news. It was only posted three hours ago. I I must have missed it, and thank you for sending it to me on Twitter, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Rogers is having a new procedure called a bridge procedure on on that Achilles, and all signs are pointed to a return in January, which is... 
mind-boggling because in the past, that injury has been season-ending, no doubt about it. But let's see. I mean, yes, he said, give me give me the time parameters and I'll beat him. Right, but he is turning 40 in December and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, I, I the, the with all of that, all of that said, and the fact that he came out and said basically, he, you know, basically he's ready for next year regardless, that puts the official stamp on it. The Jets are not going to go out and get themselves another quarterback, a mercenary quarterback. So with Zach, they are sticking come what may. And how can the Jets go 2-0 this Sunday? <laughs> See that? I'm like freestyling a little bit? I'm no, just kidding. So basically... Based on what the Dallas Cowboys did to the New York Giants on that national stage, it's not looking good for the Jets this week. Um, I've got the score prediction for the Giant game. I've got some prop bets that I really love that I have actually made myself. I never tell you to do something that I haven't already done myself. But before we get to all that, how can the Jets pull this improbable victory off? Um, they are eight and a half point underdogs. And somebody asked me, I forget who, on Twitter, should I take the Cowboys in my um, my survivor pool? And my answer was was no, because I, as a rule of thumb, I never pick against the home teams. That's just me. You could do it. Eight and a half point underdogs. I think that is, if not the largest spread of the week, one of the top two or three for sure. But how can the Jets pull off this improbable? Victory. There are two ways that I can look at this and point to. And again, I'm, let's be very clear. I think the Jets are going to lose to the Cowboys 17-13. But number one, for the Jets to possibly pull this one off, it has to be to establish the run. They've got, I mean, and you could tell me yours as well. 877-337-6666. Alex is standing by. But number one, establish the run. They've got a two-headed monster in the backfield. Um, because I look at last week, the Giants could not get it done. You had you looked at Saquon Barkley, right? The big difference maker for the New York Giants last week against his Cowboys, especially defensive front. He four point three yards per carry, just fifty one yards. So that's not a great indicator. But coupled with the fact that Dalvin Cook last week just had just had two and a half yards per carry last week against the Bills. So let's see. Let's not go crazy. Let's see what he could do this week. Um, let's reserve judgment, I think, on Cook for, for right now. But Brees Hall, man, was the star of the show. One of, I would say. You got Gibson, you got Hall, and you got Garrett Wilson. But Brees Hall, 12.7 yards per carry last week, including that 83-yarder, which, you know, I had a problem with that, by the way. Not with the run itself. Brees Hall was like Brees Lightning running down the field, 83-yarder. He's chugging down the field. And then you had Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson following tight behind, right? Instead of, like, getting into a defender's way or, you know, throwing his weight into a defender, you had Garrett Wilson pumping his fist, raising his arm as he's running right behind Brees Hall, expecting a touchdown. Yet they were outnumbered, if my memory serves me correctly. I think it was two Jets, Hall and Wilson, two, I think it was three Bills defenders. 
Garrett Wilson pumping his fist as Brees Hall is getting tackled on an 83-yard breakaway run, what ended up being 83 yards, is just not a good look. It was not a touchdown. Wilson did not block anybody. He did not get in anyone's way. That, to me, not good. But, of course, he had the catch and everything. Everybody forgets this this little nuance type of thing. But when I was watching it, I was like, what is he doing? I texted my friend. I was like, what is he doing? He's got, he's got to block somebody. So you got Cook and Hall. But you can't forget Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, the runner. Something, I mean, you had to revamp the entire game plan, right? The entire kind of game strategy from week one to week two. Rodgers, no longer a runner. Wilson, he can do it. So it needs to be in the game plan for, for Zach Wilson. Some some RPOs, some play-action passes. Get the defense to bite, dump it over the center of the field. Get them to pull them in with the play-action. You've got a, a, a tight end running a route, five yards you know, out, because that's as much time as he's going to have. Five yards out, chuck a left, give it over the middle. Or five yards out, chuck a right, dump it over the middle. And that's a dink and dunk. Dink and dunk the Cowboys defense to death. RPOs, play action passes, design runs need to be in the Jets playbook. This week, anyway. There's got to be just a mix of all of it. It just has to keep this Cowboys defense guessing just a little bit. So, number one, how can the Jets pull off the improbable victory? One, again, establish the run, whether that be Cook, Hall, Wilson, any combination of the three. Number two, a defensive touchdown. And I know that's a lot to ask because I, I said it in the open, con- consider me of ye, uh, of, of little faith, little confidence in the Jets' offense. The Jets are going to need a defensive or special teams, but a defensive or special teams touchdown this week. I look at Dak Prescott. And a guy I sit with at work, uh, at lunch, a friend of mine at work. Uh, by work, I mean at school. He's a big Cowboy fan. And we were talking about this, and, and it's no secret that Dak Prescott turns the ball over at an alarming rate. I mean, fumbles not so much anymore, but the interceptions, oh my. Inter- Dak Prescott and interceptions... I mean, they are they are synonyms, basically. Look it up in the dictionary or the source, and you'll find Prescott and INTs next to him. I mean, last season, like the entirety of last season, Dak Prescott was tied for the league lead in interceptions last season. And who was he tied with? Davis Mills. Like, wah, wah. Prescott Mills, most interceptions last season. I think I remember... Seeing uh, in my mind's eye, I think it was 22, but whatever. But it was the most. It was tied for the most, which is bad. So the Jets' defense, of course, needs to capitalize on that. The Jets' defense needs to force Dak Prescott into making some bad decisions. And they need to take it to the house when, not if, when they do. And I saw today, I think it was on FanDuel, um, Dak Prescott over a half an interception. 
basically, is he going to throw one, yes or no, basically. And it was like plus 105 or something at, at the time when I saw it. Yes, I took that prop bet. Absolutely, I took that prop, prop bet. Zach, Dak Prescott against his Jets defense will throw at least one interception. But the problem is for the Jets, they're going to need to have to take it to the house once it does happen. And so the problem is, though, and I, and I know the Jets' defensive line is better than the Giants at this point in time, based on week one. The Jets, it's it's supremely better. And we could talk about why in a second, but Dak Prescott was not sacked a single time by the Giants' defense last week. 24 pass attempts, not sacked a single time. Again, the Jets' defense is is better than the Giants. So I expect the Jets' defensive line, with all of that rotation in it, I mean, that was a tough position group to crack. You saw it. You saw it play out in pretty much real time on HBO. I mean, to have zero sacks and, and not get your jersey dirty, the back of your jersey dirty at all, in a football game, like inexcusable. And we could talk about that for the Giants, how the Giants offensive line was an absolute, defensive line was an absolute no-show. Absent. Might as well have stayed home in week one. So the Jets defensive line needs to turn the pressure up this week. Put Dak in a position where he's got to wing the ball and good things are going to happen. And the good news is the Jets did a great job. Great job with Josh Allen last week. They forced him in to three interceptions, all by Jordan Whitehead, by the way, who I'm trying to get on the show. Trying to. I've got some feelers out there. We'll see. And that was before the game. So maybe the guy's a busy dude now. But the Jets did a great job with Josh Allen last week. Forced him into three interceptions, two fumbles, one of which was lost, and just a 62.7 rating. In fact, the Jets forced Josh Allen to have, based on his rating, the 10th worst game in his entire NFL career. Close to being the 9th worst game. So more of that this weekend, and the Jets might be aight. Number one, establish the run. Number two, a defensive touchdown. 877-337-6666. And let's be clear, I don't think the Jets are going to pull it off. But let's see. Convince me otherwise. Convince me. A line from Nicki Minaj, all right? We go to Joe in New Milford. Joe, are you my cousin? No. Oh, How have, are you, Daniel? I, good. I have a cousin, Joe, in New Milford. That's kind of weird. What's going on, Joe? Nothing much. I just want to say, I think the New York media is a little bit delusional about Dak Prescott because... Last year, he did throw a lot of interceptions. No, tied for, most, tied for most in the league, but go ahead. Yes, but, but he also was dealing with a hand injury, and if you look at every year before that, he actually doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. So is last year the outlier, or is his whole career the outlier? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. I, honestly, I don't know, because he, 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 wings, he gets in trouble and wings the ball. What, I mean... Against his Jets defense, who is going to turn up the pressure on him, who who are is a ball hawking defense. They're aggressive. They come after you. We'll see. To, we'll see later today. I was going to say tomorrow. But, but we'll see also, later today. But he also has played other good defenses in the rest of his career. I'm not talking about last year. I'm saying a career as a whole. Yeah, but I'm, I, and, I I like to talk about what what have you done for me lately? I mean, we could talk about well, lately. The he has zero interceptions on the year against the New York Giants. Well, the New York Giants defense isn't as ball hawking as the New York Jets defense is. 
Okay, I mean, I guess we'll see, but I think it gets blown out of proportion, kind of like how Jalen Hurts had one good year, and now all of a sudden he's a god. Like, everyone lives in the moment, and they don't see, like, everything as a whole. I mean, I agree with you. I, I agree with, with you in that people tend to, um, you know, kind of jump on, right, and pile on and, and be the next, next sensational type of thing. I didn't see enough from, from Dak Prescott to tell me otherwise, honestly. And I go by, what did he do last season? How, how did he look in the Giants game? And, and, and he looked all right in the Giants game. All right. Not great. Yeah, but it's also the New York media talking about how great Aaron Rodgers is, but how was Aaron Rodgers last year? And whenever you talk about Aaron Rodgers' deficits from last year, everyone brings up that he had an injury. But no one brings up that Dak also got injured and was probably dealing with an injury even when he came back. Well, one, Aaron Rodgers had a broken thumb, and two, he didn't have Nathaniel Hackett with him. More importantly, he didn't have Nathaniel Hackett with him. If you listen to my show, that's what I always pointed to. Dak also had a broken thumb at one point. Dak Prescott had a broken thumb last year? Yes. Let's see. Why do you think he missed the game from week two to week six? Fractured thumb during Cowboys week one loss to the Buccaneers. Yes. All right, I'll give you that. And how many interceptions did he throw? I mean, if, if he's supposed to be healed by week six, then then he should be 100%. Well, Aaron Rodgers should have been 100%, but he still threw a lot of interceptions Yeah, last but year. the continuity, Joe, is, is different. The continuity, and, and I'll give you that, but the continuity was what I pointed to. I never talked about Aaron Rodgers' injury. I never did as, 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 as having it down here. The fact of the matter was he was missing his offensive coordinator that, that brought him – you know, not brought him, but he worked together with to get those MVPs. Now, Joe from the Milford sounds like a Cowboys fan. I mean, right? But I, I'm not backing off. This, it's it, the, the Cowboys offense. It got all these people around here. Oh, Cowboys! Yeah, man. Who day? Whatever. Them boys. Yeah, them boys. They beat the Giants forty to nothing, and the Giants didn't even put up a fight. That's that's not a good representation of what that team is this year. I don't think it's not going to be forty to nothing. It's not going to be seventy to nothing, as as one of the people said on my comments on Facebook. I get it, totally. I think this game. I think the defense is going to keep the Jets in this game, and if they can force a defensive touchdown and force Dak Prescott into making a decision. I mean, even even the owner doesn't have confidence in Dak Prescott. They brought in Trey Lance. I haven't seen anything nice, you know, complimentary said about Dak Prescott by the owner. It, 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 he's been undercut at all, all the every chance he gets. Why do you give the guy time to get settled in? Oh, he got it. You know, the tattoo, eleven hours. I mean, that that that's he, he condemned him for that, which rightfully so. We go to Gene in Secaucus. So, what's up, Gene? You know, I'm a I'm a big Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. and uh, I you know this is my opinion. I, I uh, you know can't stand Dak Prescott. I'm 60 years old. I watch every Cowboy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonehead quarterback uh, forces the ball in there. Doesn't yes. want to take sack. Yes. So he forces the ball. A lot of interceptions, fumbles, bonehead. Uh, doesn't think he's. I, I, you can't trust him. 
You can't trust them. I, I said that you're not going. The Cowboys are not going to win with Tony Romo, and then they're not going to win with this guy. This guy doesn't have his head screwed on straight. I, I, I don't like him. So, He's not, so you're absolutely right. You're probably, I probably tell you things that you don't know because I'm a Cowboys fan. I watch every game, and I've been watching him since 1971. Mm-hmm. Um, Horrible quarter. I mean, he's not a good quarter, and, and he's very inaccurate. I mean, I watch every game. I, I, I replay it. Anything, any ball over twenty yards is is not accurate. So I don't know what the heck happened to him. He was good in his first three years. I think he won Rookie of the Year. I don't know what the heck happened to him. You remember the playoff game two years ago against the Forty Nineers? Was twelve seconds left. There's not enough time to run out of the pocket. The ball should have been. Yes. I don't know if you remember that game. You know, no game I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, I have a faint memory of it, but yes. So it was, it was fourth quarter. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Twelve seconds left. He drops back to. I don't think there's enough time to throw the ball down the field to a receiver run up and spike the ball and throw it out of bounds. He start, He runs. He runs. Twelve seconds left. Yeah. He tried to get the ball, but the referee has to touch it first. Bonehead, uh, my opinion, is a stupid player. Uh, doesn't make a decision. I watch every game. I'm 60 years so, old. So, Gene, you're, you're directly contradicting what, what, what Joe and New Milford just said. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I'm, I'm probably I, – I, he sounds like he's a 20-something-year-old Cowboy fan. I'm 60 years old. I've been watching him since 71. I've been watching I – mean, something's wrong with this guy. You watch and see. I, I, I think the Cowboys will win. I would have I agree. Better. But, but you know what? Uh, I'm telling you, you, it's not just the interceptions. Bonehead. Bonehead. Yeah. I mean, he, he, why don't he just take the sack? I watch every game. Yeah. He doesn't just sit, sit down and take the sack. He's got to force it in there. Right. So, Gene, it's, are you with me? If the Jets can put some pressure on him, he, he he's, has the I'm propensity to I'm give it up. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I just because uh, you know I heard you say that Dak Prescott uh, f- throws interceptions. You're right. He does about 20 other things too that you didn't mention. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, I can't. You, you can't trust this guy. You really can't. Yeah. And, and Gene, thanks for the uh, the, the Thank cowboy you. perspective Thank on that. Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate Thank that. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, Dak Prescott can't trust him. And, and I sit with a Cowboy fan at lunch, and he says the same exact thing. You can't trust him. But uh, we'll take some more Jets calls as well. 877-337-6666. How can they win? And I'm Dan McCartan. And stay locked in for my Giants-Cardinals score prediction. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And thanks for making me part of your Saturday night. And I shouldn't say just me. It was me and Connor, and now it's me and uh, and Alex. So thanks for making us part of your Saturday night as we check in in this the battle of the Colorado, Colorado State, the 0-1 Colorado State, the unranked Colorado State has 21 points, and number 18 Colorado, Deion Sanders' team, 14. They're in the third quarter. And uh, the Colorado fans, the Dion fans, are looking a little uh, uneasy in the stands. We'll put it that way. Of course, one eye on that, both eyes on uh, <laughs> on the show and what we're doing here. Focused on what we're doing here. So, uh, somebody, I forget who it was. I'm very sorry. But somebody just tweeted me on the break. I mean, I don't sleep, but who who gets less sleep than me is Adam Schefter. He is up. 
he just tweeted just a few minutes ago that good news for the Jets, in fact, Brandon Cooks, Cowboy, here's the tweet. Cowboys wide receiver Brandon Cooks, listed as questionable for Sunday due to a sprained knee, is not expected to play against the Jets per source. To me, that that's, I don't know. CeeDee Lamb would be the bigger one because him lining up in the slot, CeeDee Lamb against Michael Carter, that, that's the key to this game. So maybe that moves him to the outside. I don't know. I don't think they would do that. <laughs> Somebody in the comments wrote, Jets by 50. Yeah, Jets by 50 in your dreams. Um, Kyle, Kyle uh, Lito on Twitter says, I just want both sides to have fun. And I said, or end in a tie. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I I was concerned last week. I had that game going into overtime, and then I, and then the Jets and Bills, and I was like, no. But I I had I had a parlay going. I had what was it? Zach? No, Garrett Wilson over whatever it was forty whatever it was yards receiving. Oh, I forget. I want I want one hundred and forty bucks. Jets money line. Garrett Wilson anytime touchdown scorer. And it was something was oh the points uh, total points on the under I won 140 bucks on a ten dollar bet, but I was sweating it out because I, I was like please don't end in a tie, that was all I needed please don't end in a tie. And thank thank the Lord it did not. So let's see, Giants Cardinals how this is going to break down. Um, the story of this game, the main concept, the overarching theme of this game is going to be this. The trenches for the Giants on both sides of the ball. Daniel Jones is coming off his career worst game. Career worst. And and again, that's no exaggeration. I'm not into the exaggeration. Daniel Jones had a quarterback rating of 32.4 against the Cowboys last week. The lowest it's ever been in his entire NFL career. And really... Really? It's not all his fault. Which completely, if you call me up and you say, Daniel Jones sucks, he's not living up to the contract that they gave him, Oh, he was brutally bad, they lost, he didn't score a touchdown. You know what? I Welcome it, bring it. I'm doing like The Rock, bring it uh, from WWE. Go ahead. But the fact of the matter is, it wasn't all his fault. Like, it maddens me when people try pinning it all on him. I don't care how much money Daniel Jones is making. If you're going to use that as your argument, let me tell you something. Even Tom Brady would not be able to produce behind that piece of hot garbage offensive line. So stop it while you're ahead. Don't embarrass yourself with that take. But if you'd like to. He's standing by, 877-337-6666. So the problem for the Giants, the foreseeable problem for the Giants, later today, just a few short hours from right now, problem is this, it's twofold. Number one, the Cardinals' defense is structured in the same way that the Cowboys' defense is. Obviously, it's not as talented as the Cowboys' defense is. But it's structured in the same way. You limit the run, you get after the quarterback. That's what they do. That's what the Cowboys did, and that's what they're going to do. Limit the run and get after the quarterback. So 
Last week, what they did, and, and this is all we can go by. Last week, the Cardinals' rush defense limited Washington 3.3 yards per carry on the ground and a touchdown, but 3.3 yards per carry on the ground, which is not great news for Saquon Barkley, who also didn't have the best game last week, just 4.3 yards per carry last week. So that's the first thing. Second thing is, okay, limit the run. 1B, get after the quarterback. The Cardinals' pass rush pressured Sam Howell in over 50% of his dropbacks. Howell finished with one touchdown, one interception, and a 77.6 rating. Not great news for Jones. Last week, Arizona had six sacks and a 52% quarterback pressure rate. So here's the thing. That's about what the Giants' offense allowed last week to the Cowboys. Seven sacks on a 63% quarterback pressure rating. Which, oh, by the way, if you look at league leaders in in sacks taken, Daniel Jones is tied for the league lead in that category. That's not what you want to see. So if you look at the way the Arizona Cardinals defense is structured, it is structured in the same manner that the Cowboys defense is structured does not bode well for the Giants. And number two, the Giants' defensive line needs to show a friggin' pulse this week. I mean, the secondary did pretty good against Dak, 143 yards, you know, no touchdowns, a 72 rating, respectable, not bad, borderline good. The problem was the non-existent defensive line for the New York Giants. I mean, just as non-existent as I have ever, ever seen it. Zero sacks on 24 DAC dropbacks. So if you're so fixated on salaries being directly correlated to production, right? Because that's the argument against Daniel Jones. He's making all this money. He signed that big deal. He should transcend what's going on. He should transcend a bad offensive line. Well, if you're so correlated on all those things being fixated and, 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 and you know salaries fixated to, to production, how about these apples for you? Look at the defensive front for the Giants. Who do you have? You got Dexter Lawrence. You got Leonard Williams. Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojulari. Okay. Last week. Ready for this one? Dexter Lawrence, who is making in cash AAV of $24.3 million. He, last week, he was like the defensive line pro bowler of the week. Two quarterback hits and two pressures. Leonard Williams making $21 million cash AAV this year. Forget about the sacks. He didn't even have a single pressure. Kayvon Thibodeau. $11.4 million in cash AAV this season. Forget about the sacks for him, too. He, too, had exactly zero pressures. Then Aziz Ojulari. Also, guess what? Zero pressures. But he's only making $1.7 million. So it's like you subtract him out of the the equation a little bit about the, the money correlation argument. So you could take him out for a second and you focus on the other three between Dexter Lawrence Leonard Williams and Kayvon Thibodeau. You've got just 50. You've got not just 
You've got $56.7 million cash AAV tied to three men who totaled, all, between all three of them, among uh, all three of them, they totaled for just two quarterback hits on Dak Prescott and just two pressures last week against, again, a divisional opponent. That is just flat out unacceptable. It's like stealing money. Leonard Williams, complete no-show. Kayvon Thibodeau, complete no-show. Aziz Ojolari, complete no-show. Dexter Lawrence, won't say complete, but but he was a no-show too. Two quarterback hits, two pressures, zero sacks. Come on, man. Unacceptable. So the good news for the Giants, the good news for the Giants is this. The Cardinals' offensive line is just as bad, and its quarterback, Josh Dobbs, is horrible. Which circles back to the Cardinals' run game and the Giants' ability to generate something up front defensively. Also, too, you always have to check the the injury report. So before I tell you what I'm thinking, you got to look at Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas is going to be a game-time decision for the Giants. Questionable with a hamstring. My bet, I think he'll go. I think he'll go. He didn't practice on Wednesday. Limited the rest of the week. I think he's going to be a... I I think you'll see him in there. The aforementioned Aziz Ojolari. Doubtful with a hamstring injury. My bet, I don't think he's going. He was limited all week. I I don't think it. We'll see. Wandale Robinson, doubtful with a knee. If I'm, if I'm expecting him to be there, I, it's going to be a no, I don't think. He was limited all week. So, the Giants, last I checked, the Giants find themselves a four-and-a-half-point favorite out in the desert. All things considered, I know I was just crapping on the Giants a little bit, but they can't be as bad as they were. Right? So, I think it's going to be a little wider than the four and a half points. I'm going Giants 20, Cardinals 10. New York Giants 20, Arizona Cardinals 10. I tweeted it. You're aware of it. I put it on Facebook. It's everywhere. It's on Instagram. It's everywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals. Takes the snap. Looks left. Lobs it left. First is wide open. Touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go and the Giants regain the lead. Manning the first. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Part of your Saturday night, or I guess early Sunday morning at this point, as we check in, it's 12.45 in the morning. Uh, lots of people in the comments talking about pr- predictions and score prediction. And I got a problem with uh, at IMG Man says, I, he says his prediction is Cardinals 23-10. Offensive line continue to suck, and Daniel Jones says nothing. Nuff said. You know, how can that be? The offensive line sucks, and Daniel Jones does nothing. Don't you think those are correlated? You know what I'm saying? Like those go together, sir. They go together, and that loss was not all at the hands of Daniel Jones. Hate to tell you. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. I hate when people say that. I also hate when people say, "Oh, well, you know, Josh Allen gave the game to the Jets. The Jets forced him to make three interceptions. Did the Jets force him into at least one of the two fumbles? The Jets fell on top of one of those two fumbles. Josh Allen didn't hand the game to the Jets. The Jets' defense went out and made it happen. So, while I'm not, you know, confident in this Giants offensive line, uh, I think they're going to pull it out. I mean, if they can't beat the Cardinals, this is this is going to be a bad next month here at this station here. On my show, at least. 877-337-6666. I'm picking the Giants. 20. The Cardinals. 10. What say you? Give us a call. We go out to Bob in Staten Island. What's going on, Bob? Hey, Danielle. How are you? Good. How are you? We've talked before. and uh, I love what you do. And the, uh, I, I hope your giant prediction is wrong. Um, I hope I happen to be a Jet fan. <laughs> okay. Uh, my fantasy team, I will never pick a Jet because I won't enjoy the Jet game if I do that. Right, right. So, I, but I did take Daniel Jones and Saquon on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And I hope they score 40 points. <laughs> oh, so you hope I'm wrong, but by <laughs> too little. I was like, wait, what? Where is this going? Yeah, I'll tell you. It's just, you know what? It's, it's actually a good week for the Giants to get healthy because the Cardinals, they. You know, you know what they're doing. They're, they're going for uh, the USC quarterback, and I think if you get up on them early, the Giants can just run away with this one, and they should because they're way better than that team. You, so, would, you know, I, I just you I'm, would you I'm, would think you would think yeah, so, right? I'm not feeling the guys confident. Like I'm in a survivor pool, and I stayed away from that game, quite honestly. 
I'm I'm glad you did. How about this one? I'm a Jet fan, so stay away from the Cowboys too because the yeah. Jets are winning. Yeah, you think Jets so, gonna win? You think they'll pull it off? I just don't think that the I offense. I think the Jets. I think the Jets win a squeaker. The only problem is with the Jet game, they lost. They lost Greg the leg. Yeah, and I'm, I'm worried about that. So yeah. when you lose Rogers, you lose Greg the leg. I'm a, little, I'm a bit worried, honestly, but I still think the defense is so great, and I think Dak is just as much as a turnover machine as Zach is. So. I think it depends on the turnover game for the Jet game. Yeah, so. and, and a field position game as well, well. I think too, because I mean, if you get if you set the Jets up with a short field, I think yep. they'll be all right. But if they have, to, if you're asking I, Zach Wilson to march well, all the way down you know the what? field, I don't know. Danielle, did you watch the um, Did you watch the game Monday night? Jets game, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so did you watch the feed with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? I did. Okay, so here's the one thing I worry about with the Jets. That they're so afraid of this kid um, not being able to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. There was a sequence at the end of the game where um, the Jets turned the ball over. They got the ball, whatever it was, 30-yard line. And they were going in to make it 16-13, right? So Troy Aikman says, Buffalo's got 10, 10 guys within the first five yards. Garrett Wilson's out there on his own on an island with a defensive back. Mm-hmm. And... You would think they might take a shot to score the touchdown, but no. Buffalo knew the Jets were going to play conservative and run the ball three times in a row. Right. So that was first down. They ran the ball. Second down, Troy Aikman says, I got to tell you, if Aaron Rodgers is playing and they pulled the same stuff, he's throwing that ball. Yes. They're afraid of this kid. Now, you got one top. Probably top what three five receiver in the league. Who, he, what do they Wilson? say? What do they What do they say about guys that are man to man? They're open, especially if it's a good one. And they re, they would not take a chance with him throwing the ball. I know, and that's that's all you even need more to worry about. Right, right. They, that's just, what you, they won't then, give him an opportunity, and you know you can understand why, of course, because he's Zach Wilson. But you you gotta like I think you gotta give the the receiver a chance. Well, that's and, all Garrett uh, Wilson was asking for him. And thanks for the call there, Bob. And Garrett yeah. Wilson on the sideline said, "Hey, dude, just uh, hit me on the fade. I'm there. I will catch the ball. Hit me on the fade in, at the goal line." True story. What did Zach Wilson do? He hit him on the fade at the goal line. And Garrett Wilson, I I, I, I was still in my depression mode. I, I couldn't even get excited for this. Garrett Wilson with a window of 1.8 feet, reaches out with his, believe it was his right hand, or was it his left, and he put it into his right, or his right and he put it in the left. I forget. I'm like replaying it in my mind. I can't, I can't see. I can't visualize that part of it. But anyway, he tips it from one hand into the other to make the catch. 34.5% chance of making the catch. And... Wilson, Zach Wilson, did just what Garrett Wilson asked for. Garrett Wilson is a freaking stud, man. A total, total stud. And so, man, it's, um, I don't know. It's, I just, it's Survivor. So I'm running a Survivor pool, right? So um, I just don't like picking against our teams here. This guy, do you do you realize that there are two football teams in New York, right? Well, actually, sir, 
Um, actually, there's technically one. Technically. Uh, he said, you don't care about Jones, right? It's all about Wilson and Rogers. W Jet Radio. Good job, guys. First of all, I'm not a guy. So th- this is clearly a guy that's not listening to the show right now because we have not. We've talking giant stuff for the past, I don't know, hour or so. I would love for this person to call in. I, this I try to run as best as a, a an unbiased sports show that I possibly can. And when you ask me what fan are you of what team, that's when I know I'm doing a good job, right? Because if I say I'm a fan of Team X and you like Team Z, then you're going to say, she doesn't know anything about my team. So, unbiased, straight down the middle. So, no, this is not Jet Radio. This is not Giant Radio. It's New York Sports Radio. And you want to call me about the Jets? You want to call me about the Giants? Yankees? Mets? Knicks? Nets? New York? Like, whatever it is. I need to be knowledgeable on all of them. I can't I can't tell Alex. Hey, hey Alex, uh, don't give me any Mets calls tonight. I can't tell him that. What? What are you doing? You're isolating an entire audience. And, uh, by the way, I don't know if you heard, this is a crazy, crazy story. Las Vegas is under a cyber attack. The Venetian, I mean, uh, every, I think every MGM property, you know, M-Life property. I mean, I'm going out there in November. They better figure it out. I mean, that that's, the slot machines don't even work in the casinos. They have to check everybody in by hand. What a mess. I was seeing pictures of people waiting to, to check in, in into the, you know, where the carport is, where they get all the taxis from, all the way out into there with suitcases. What a nightmare. So that's, that's I just saw a tweet come by, my Twitter feed. That's why. Anyway, a check-in. Uh, Colorado State, 21. Colorado, still 14. Same score. It's getting a little chippy out there. Just looking. See what else we could talk about. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so am I high on the Jets this week? I don't know. Not hopeful. I'm not hopeful for the offense. We'll just put it that way. I'm not hopeful for the offense. For as far as the Giants, I mean, they have to win. They know their backs are against the wall. They have to win against the Cardinals. Or else, if you look at the upcoming schedule for the Giants, they've got San Francisco on a short week, Seattle at home, then Miami, at Miami, at Buffalo. It doesn't lessen, because again, these are all NFL teams, but it doesn't lessen until October 22nd against Washington, followed by a jet game, a home jet game. They're, the Giants are the home team. And then Sunday, November 5th, out in Vegas, my dad and I will be there. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. 
And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.